I want to take a few minutes and do a deeper dive. We're learning now that the Aaron was brought to the battlefield and this created upheaval and a sense of fear amongst the Plishtim. It seems to be that this was an unusual event. And then the Aaron is eventually captured by the Plishtim in a subsequent battle. So I just wanted to do a deeper dive into understanding exactly which Aaron are we referring to. And then a second part to the deeper dive, just to bring down the Abarbanel's Pshatim and why did the Eden deserve that the Aaron should be captured altogether. But first, we start with the Gemara in Shkalim. That's uh, at the beginning of the sixth parak on Tezvav Amad Beis, where the Gemara brings down uh, a Mishnah that says that there was a 14th place, a special place in the Azara where the family of Rav Hanan Yiskan Kayanim had a Messiah to bow down, in addition to the 13 places that were previously mentioned. So what was this special place? So they had a Messiah that the Aron was hidden by Yoshio in that spot, and that's why they would bow down. And then the Mishnah tells us a story of a Kayin who seemingly discovered that spot, a loose tile in the floor, but as he tried to tell the other Kayanim about it, he died. And so they understood that the Aron was hidden there, and that was why the Kayin died, so that the spot should not be revealed. So the Gemara there brings down a Machlekes between the Chachamim and someone who the Gemara identifies as Rabbi Yehuda ben Lakish, but most of the Gersais, including the Gra, changed the Gersa to be Rabbi Yehuda bar Eloi. So Rabbi Yehuda bar Eloi is arguing with the Chachamim on exactly how many Aronites were there. So let's start with the Sheet of the Chachamim. So the Chachamim hold very simple. There was one Aron. Maish Rabbeinu was commanded to build an Aron, and this Tzivoy, this commandment, was fulfilled by Betzalel. Betzalel built the Aron, and in that Aron was placed the following three items. The Torah, that, the Sefer Torah that Moshe Rabbeinu himself wrote, the first set of Luchos, the broken Luchos, and the second set of Luchos. All three items were placed in the Aron. And there's a separate Gemara in Baba Basra that goes into how exactly did these items fit in the Aron. Maybe there was a false bottom or a separate drawer where, that held the Torah, but that's a separate Gemara we're not going to go into. But basically the Sheet of the Chachamim is there's one Aron. And this Aron remained at all times in the Kaddish Kadashim. It never went out to battle. It was never taken out. It remained in the Kaddish Kadashim, and it was eventually hidden by Yoishio. The Sheet of Rabbi Yehuda Bar-Eloi is that there were two Aronites, one Aron that Moshe created himself, and in that Aron was placed the broken set of Luchos, and a second Aron built by Betzalel that remained in the Kaddish Kadashim, and in that Aron was placed the um, Sefer Torah of Moshe Rabbeinu and the second set of Luchos. But there were two Aronis, so the function of one of them was to remain in the Kaddish Kadashim, and the function of the second one was to accompany Klai Yisrael to battle. And there are Rias brought both ways. Rabbi Huda Bar Eloi brings a Raya from the Miraglim. We know that after the Miraglim told the Lashon Hara about Eretz Yisrael, and Klai Yisrael believed it and cried, so Kaddish Baruch Hu punished them that they would not be zeichet uh, to go into Eretz Yisrael. Then they would have to wait 40 years. And we know that there was a segment of Klai Yisrael that decided, no, they wanted to go and conquer Eretz Yisrael right away. And so the Pasuk tells us that the Pasuk in Shlach says, They started to climb the mountain. The Aaron of Hashem and Moshe did not move from the camp. So this seems to infer that this was something different, that for some reason the Aaron didn't move. So Yehuda Bar brings this as a raya. You see that normally the Aaron would accompany Klai Yisrael into battle. But in this case, because they acted against the word of Hashem, so in this case, the Pasuk tells us the Aaron did not accompany them, but in a normal case, they, it would accompany them. And this Pasuk is, 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 is explained differently by the Chachamim. The Arayas brought back and forth. 
But the reason that this Gemara relates to our Psukim over here is that our Psukim are actually brought as a Raya by, uh, to this Machlaikim. We just learned in Pasuk Zion that when the Plishtim, that when the Plishtim saw the Aaron was brought, so they got very afraid. When they said, what was to us? That this is something that's not has not happened before. This is something unusual. Who's going to save us from HaKadosh Baruch So they expressed surprise at what seems to be an unusual event of the Aaron showing up. Now, if Rabbi Huda's right that there was one, that there were two Aroinois, then why would the Plishtim have been so afraid? They, they would have been used to seeing a Arain in, in, um, uh, brought out to war. So, so what was so unusual about it? So therefore the, the Chacham tried to bring this as a Raya, that there was only one Arain. However, Rabbi Yehuda Barilai answers that you're right, there was an Aaron that always went out to battle, and the Plishtim were used to seeing that. But what surprised them is that this was the first time that Betzalel's Aaron was brought out. In other words, this was the Aaron from the Kodesh Kadashim, and that's what terrified them. But, but you're right, there was an Aaron that always came out, according to Rabbi Dabariloi now, there was an Aaron that always accompanied Klai Yisrael to war, but what frightened the Plishtim is that in this case, there was a, a second Aaron, the, the, the Aaron of the Kodesh Kadashim that was brought out, and that is what terrified them. And the Chumim respondents say, it seems hard to understand. If they were accustomed to seeing an Aaron, so then what difference would it make to them which Aaron showed up? So therefore the Chumim held that there was one Aaron, and that Aaron was brought out now for uh, the first time. Whereas Rabbi Yudabar held that there were two Aaronites, but in this case, the Aaron of Betzalah was brought out as well. So even according to those Mandi Aaron that hold that there were two Aroinois, like Rabbi Huda Bariloi, most of them agree that this was an unusual event, in that Betzalah's Aaron was brought out to war. And that was unusual because even according to Rabbi Huda Bariloi, that an Aaron always accompanied them, it was usually Moshe Rabbeinu's Aaron, not the Aaron of Betzalah. So it comes out according to both Rabbi Huda Bariloi and the Chachamim that it was Betzalah's Aaron that was brought out at this time, and that indeed was the Aaron that was captured. And that Aaron um, was eventually returned to Kla Yisrael, came back, we'll learn it in a few prokim. And that Aaron travels around in different uh, places until eventually it makes its way into the Beis HaMikdash. Um, one of the interesting machlaikasin that's brought in the Gemara is that uh, there's obviously the Madi Amrim that hold that y- y- Yoshio hid an Aaron. And then there's a Pasuk that's brought as a Raya that the Aaron was taken to Bavel because it says that the Vuchadnetzar talk talk as Kol Chle, uh, let me just find the Pasuk Bavela that the Vuchadnetzar brought to Bavel Im Kol returned to Bavel Im Kol Im Klei Chemdas Beis Hashem all the precious items of the house of Hashem and to which the Brayster says Ezeu Klei Chemdas Beis Hashem Zeu Aaron it's the Aaron so it seems to be a Pasuk that suggests that the Aaron was actually taken to Bavel according to Rebbe Bariloi it comes out very nice because you can say that Yoshio hid the Aaron of Bitzalel, and the Aaron of Meshrabenu, that is the one that was taken down to Bavel. I don't see that the Gemara says this, but I think that I would potentially propose that this would be a pshat according to Rabbi Yehuda Bariloi. So to summarize the Machloikes, the Chamim hold there was one Aaron, it never left the Kodesh Kadashim. Rabbi Yehuda Bariloi holds there were two Aaronis, one that always went out to battle, but everyone agrees, pretty much everyone agrees, that 
the Aron of Betzalel did make its way out to the battlefield this time, and that was what caused the terror in the eyes of the Plishtim. Now I, I just want to spend a couple of minutes on talking about the Abarbanel. The Abarbanel gives five pshatim in why did the Jews deserve to suffer a defeat to the Plishtim and that the Aron should be captured by the Plishtim, which again was something unusual, unheard of in the history of Kaisal for the Aron to be taken by an enemy. Why did they deserve this? So the Abarbanel gives five pshatim, and I just want to quickly uh, go through them. So the first pshat of the Abarbanel is that we know from Shaiftim, the end of Shaiftim, that there was Pesel Micha. Micha created a idol, and that a lot of Yidin um, used to serve it. And in fact, this was one of the reasons why Nevuah became less rampant in Klai Yisrael, was withheld, because a lot of Yidin were serving Avedazara, and so the uh, Madrega of Nevuah was taken away. So because the Yidin were serving Avedazara, so there was a punishment given on Shemayim that the Arwen would be taken away from them in retribution for their worship of Avedazara. The second shot is that it was basically part of the punishment of the Averis of the sons of Eli, that they, who oversaw the Aaron, right, they were responsible for the Aaron, they caused it to go to Golis. And, and this is inferred from the Pasuk, because remember we learned a couple of days ago, the Pasuk said that the Aaron bris Hashem, I'm sorry, the Aaron bris Elikim, came together with Chafni and Pinchas. So over there, and we said, why does it say Elashon of Elikim, Midas Adin? Because to say that the punishment that was going to be brought about by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Midas Adin, on Chafni and Pinchas, was a result of the Averas. So this seems to be inferred by the Pesukim. The third shot is that it was a punishment for the fact that they took the Aaron out, right? According to everybody, we said a moment ago, this Aaron was the Aaron from the Kaddish Kedoshim. It should not have been removed without permission by either the Aaron Vitomim or Shmuel. And, and the Yidin just went on their own and they took the Aaron, Betzal's Aaron, they took it out of the Kaddish Kedoshim, which was something that showed a lack of covet for the Aaron, and for that reason, they were punished. The fourth shot of the Abarbanel is that we learned that the first battle, the Yidin lost, and they went back to the camp to regroup. And they said, oh, why did we lose? It must be, we need a good luck charm. So Abarbanel says that really what they should have done is they should have done tshuva, and they should have engaged in tefillah. But rather than do and figure out what Averis they had done to cause them to lose the battle, they simply said, oh, let's just bring out a good luck charm, let's bring the Aaron, and so the Aaron was captured and they lost the battle as a punishment for failing to do tshuva. And the fifth shot is that we know that there was a Chil Hashem brought by the children of Eli, a Bizayon of Kachim in general, Bizayon of the Makam Migdash, and so Hashem needed to restore that Kavod, and so not just to Klai Yisrael, but to the nations as well. And so there was what we will learn, um, some frightening uh, events that occur when the Aaron is taken to uh, the Plishtim, when they take it home, and it's, uh, they're, they're, they're punished, and they're, they, they become terrified of it, and they earn a respect of it. They send it back to Klai Yisrael, and Klai Yisrael also earns respect. So Yababanel says that this was uh, a... Hashem uh, brought about a course of events that the covet of the Aaron should be restored to Klai Yisrael as well as to the nations of the world by being captured, that this capturing led to a healthy sense of covet, a healthy fear of the Aaron and of Hashem, and it was restored by through this capture. And again, that was to uh, reinstate the proper level of respect that the children of Eli had um, diminished it in the eyes of Klai Yisrael and in the eyes of the world.